0: Friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ten and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today, as always, and if you guys need anything, you know where to go for all of your health needs, healthmasters.com, the prostate support on sale for product of the week right now, and be sure to vote for what you want to see when Next week as well, the HH Stimulates up there for Vote, bunch of cool products, so be sure to vote next week on that. And also, too, like I said, check out the prostate support on sale for over 15% off. I've told everybody, next week, we're getting the schedule together. Dad's going to be starting Angel Wars next week. On Monday, we're going to be having our 2,000th show. So it's going to be a pretty cool show. Got a lot of stuff together for you and uh going to definitely want to listen to it. It's definitely going to be a fun show. And uh yeah, so get ready for that. And then the next day following that, that's going to start the uh Angel Wars, which is going to be a pretty pretty wild program. So that's going to be another one to strap in your 5-point harness, seat belts on and get ready because that one's going to be launching off big time. So a lot of cool stuff getting planned for next week. And also, too, there's a lot of uh new kits I'm going to be putting together starting the beginning of May for everybody coming into the summer. So be sure to keep an eye on the website as well on those. And I saw an article this morning and I thought it was just kind of funny because we all know this, what we've been watching now, this, this circus clown act is just, it continually gets more hilarious. almost Cause that's the only thing you can do is really laugh. There's photos now that have emerged from the press house, from the white house, from, bumbling buffoon biden's just complete and total lack of ability and being able to actually speak or have any type of recollection for anything now he's gotten caught holding cheat cards again for a completely and totally laid out q a if you've seen the photos of this question number one who has a photo of Courtney Subramanian on it, and then it has her last name phonetically spelled out. Then it has the Los Angeles Times big photo of her beside it, and then it has her exact question that she's going to ask him with his exact answer. The press meetings are 100% stage theater. They have the person who's the theater on the ground. They have the buffoon behind. They have her question and his answer already laid out in the narrative so he can read it properly so he doesn't, I guess, stumble off and start talking about little children and smelling them and getting ice cream because obviously he's incapable of actually doing anything on the fly. This goes to show you again how bizarre of a world we're actually operating in right now where you have the sitting president of the United States who has an entire pamphlet of a full layout cheat sheet With everything that he's supposed to do capitalized in you or your because apparently he can't even figure out how to read anything and understand what he's reading or what he's doing. Um, (laughs) It's just kind of funny at this point because you can't make this stuff up. And the sad part about this is there's still so many people that actually think that this guy does anything at all. I mean literally anything. He is nothing more than a puppet figurehead that walks out there. And talks off a cue card with a QA with exactly what he's supposed to read, turns around, gets lost after he tries to shake hands with the air, and then goes back in his little cave wherever they hold him in and gets, you know, his little good job ice cream. This is what we're dealing with now, and this is how far fetched it's become. And there was an article the other day I saw, and it was from Scott Bennett, who's a previous US counterterror expert, who's actually a American Psyop expert. Army, excuse me, Army PSYOP expert, and he said one of the things that they're doing now with Tucker Carlson is they're using him again as another excuse to slowly take another notch of truth and credibility out of the mainstream media. He said the reason why they parted ways with him is he said the Carlson was offering at least a decent amount of intellectualism, truthfulness, and analytical depth that no other – anybody else on mainstream media was bringing back whatsoever. And he said the thing about this is he said the regime's agenda is bent on maintaining a uniform, semi-lobotomized, quasi-retarded population, and they've had to slowly indoctrinate them into this. This is why you've watched the. Mainstream media get more and more and more corrupt over the last 20, 30 years. You know, you used to have 60 Minutes back in the day. They'd actually have some pretty cool exposés with certain things that were happening. You used to have real investigative journalism. You'd have people that would be boots on the ground in certain areas, reporting right there live, you know, without theaters. Hey, dude, we're here right now. We're talking to people on the spot, on the sidewalk right now. Here's somebody. Let's talk to them and see what's going on with this. You notice that doesn't exist anymore Every single thing you pretty much hear now is all controlled theater, and they don't tell you what to actually look at and what to actually dig into. They tell you how to feel, what you need to think, what you need to focus on instead of saying, hey, this is what we brought through our investigative journalism. You need to go in and come to your own conclusion on it, but here's the facts make your own decision. There's none of that anymore now. It's all designed to make you feel a certain way in the narrative that they want and make you focus on what they want. And now, where they brought Tucker Carlson off of Fox News, you're still going to have millions and millions and millions of morons that are going to continue to watch mainstream media every single night while they're eating dinner with their family, being completely and totally distracted and brainwashed every single night now fox news is taking it that next step further of going f- basically in the same common regime of a state-controlled media this is going to happen to a point to where nothing you ever hear on mainstream media will be truth whatsoever mark my words on that that has happened in every single dictatorship that has gone tyrannical completely overthrowing the mainstream media it's a state-run media Everything they will say will be 100% controlled. Nothing will be truth whatsoever. And so Tucker Carlson was just the last little thing to get him off mainstream media. Now, he's going to probably have a huge following with podcasts if he does it right. And there will be a lot of people that follow that. But they're the same people that were already following alternative news. They were the same people that are already going in that direction. But you will still keep the mindless sheep watching CNN and Fox and MSNBC every single night in order to get – their narrative that they're told to focus on so dad and i have explained it before from a psychological standpoint they always have specific colors they have specific cadence in which they speak they have the exact things that they're supposed to talk about in the exact order and exactly transitions to go to the next story in order to keep you focused on what they're saying this is why with the mainstream media when we dealt with covid every single thing you constantly heard was all about covid deaths and they would put giant boxes up on the side of the screen you guys remember this COVID deaths with red arrows going up COVID cases red arrows going up COVID hospitalizations red arrows going up and they'd have tickers like watching a slot machine the numbers would keep rolling while they're talking that was all designed as a psychological warfare technique to continue to instill fear at any point in time you turned on the television that's why if you ever got around somebody that was very awake and they never watched the mainstream media Nobody cared much about COVID except dude, keep your immune system strong, keep your body strong, take your vitamin C, D3, and live your life. You don't live in fear. There's no reason to live in fear. But this is what they did to everybody, and now, again, you're going to see the next step further in the tyrannical media that's going to be going in now and towing the line of every single thing big pharma tells them everything big ag tells them everything basically the deep state tells them so just something to be aware of and always be looking outside the box a lot of stuff that's going on also too in other news this is interesting now Eamon Bundy is now in the middle of an ongoing legal battle with a hospital on Monday and essentially is having more conflict with law enforcement. If you guys know Eamon Bundy and the whole situation that happened with the Bundy standoff in 2014, that was interesting. Now apparently there's this whole ruling with a hospital that he was involved in and they're constantly going after him. But of course, you know that was one of those things that they had to turn around and try to eviscerate him. After that standoff in 2014, even though he ended up getting pardoned for a lot of that stuff, what they constantly try to do now is if somebody ever gets away with something and actually stands up, they have to do every single thing they can to try to reduce their credibility and reduce the fact that basically they're still going to pay the price for standing up and speaking their mind and standing up against a tyrannical uh, you know, the uh, branch. What, what was it called? The uh, Bureau of Land Management. And this is what they were working on so aggressively to take over his property and continue to steal stuff from him back in 2014. Now he's back in the light again. Now he's basically in this massive c- conflict. It's just continually ongoing. So, again, going to be following that story as well. Also, too, this is something that. I brought up yesterday – I'm going to touch base on this briefly, and I'm going to hand it over to Dad because I want to get his opinion on this because I watched a video last night, another one from Project Veritas. And this is a bit disturbing what this girl says, and what's interesting about this is this is the third installment, and it goes into detail. And I briefly talked about it yesterday with some of these guys that they're interviewing um, you know, undercover, and they're talking about how they're turning patients into essentially transgender cash cows for the rest of their life. These people are going to be reoccurring cash cows with constant surgeries, constant drugs, constant blood work, constant doctor visits, and this is lifelong for them. And in the beginning, the one girl they're interviewing, she says, in the beginning, it's a lot of doctor visits, but you know, after a while, you space it out. So yeah, if being a patient, that doesn't seem so bad, but we continually to prolong the gender transitions and continue to bring them in. For a female going to male, if they continue, we're going, they're going to have to continuously take testosterone for the rest of their life. Another doctor featured in the segment, Matthew Pavis out of New York, blatantly says there's a connection between autism and people who want to change genders. Now, this is really just going to be a hot topic. Don't get mad at me. I'm just going to quote what this guy is saying. Now that they're interviewing, this was Matthew Pavis out of the New York Pediatric Transgender Office. He said. It was a person on the spectrum as well, 21 years old. At the time, he was coming here for mental health, and he came down. He just sat down and said, I'm like, what are you here for? He said, oh, I saw you do transgender. Yes, I would like to have my basically appendage cut off. So they said, okay, you know, transition is not easy. It doesn't happen like this. You have to inject yourself with hormones. You've got to take pills. You have to do blood work, you know, and he said – well, let's go ahead and do it. I want to basically get all everything removed and have, you know, a female body part put in by next year. And Nora Scott, a licensed social worker at the Dell Children's Medical Center, collaborated or corroborated Dr. Pavis' statements. And she said, and I quote, I can say from here as well, there's a lot of folks in our clinic who are on the autism spectrum. There's a heavy amount of crossover between folks who are somewhere on the autism spectrum and are somewhere on the LGBTQ spectrum. Whoa. So what she's saying is here, and this is not me saying, this is her saying, what she's saying is here, there is an enormous percentage of the people that are coming in, that are going into transitions, that are in this LGBTQ tranny community that are autistic, meaning a higher amount of them are autistic than not in these groups that she's seen come in. Could this be the reason why they've continually tried to block the fact that we know that they've tried to bury the facts? that we know autism is related to an increase of shots. We've watched the shot schedule continue to go up higher and higher, while at the exact same time we've seen autism rates continue to follow the exact same trend of increased vaccine uptake. We've seen what happened with the MMR research. The CDC that got exposed, that talked about autism in black boys when they were getting the MMR shot. We've seen repeated research and studies showing that this stuff is linked. Could this be while they're continually doing this? Is Are autism, autistic individuals more prone to go along with this? I don't know in my opinion, but that is what she said in this interview on the video that I watched. The whole, the whole uh, transcripts on uh, Zero Hedge I'll post on the website, or you can go to Project Veritas and watch the video. But this is something that she's admitting here that's very disturbing, but it's tying in a lot of loose ends from what we've researched over the last few decades with the vaccines, with autism. Now, with this RNA gene therapy shot that we don't even know, we have no idea what this shot is going to do to six months, 12 months, one-year-olds, two-year-olds, three-year-olds, when they continually get this RNA gene therapy shot, a plus in conjunction with all the other injections. We have – there's no research at all to show anything, but what this lady just said – It's pretty disturbing, especially with this extremely horrific trend we're watching now with gender mutilation with over 300 facilities now up in the United States versus two facilities back in 2007. Very disturbing trend here, and again, it goes back to what we talked about yesterday, the manipulation of everything that God has made well and perfect. That's right. This satanic agenda is coming in to try to subvert all of it, but what do you think about this statement that this lady said then?
1: Well, we know Dr. Stephanie Smith from MIT said by 2030, 50% of the kids will have autism or some type of autistic spectrum disorder. And, uh, you know, and they can't make good decisions. I mean, their, their brains don't work right. Uh, their IQs are very, very low. And so uh, a lot of these autistic kids are wanting to transition over to another sex, uh, probably because they really don't understand what they're doing. And we know that that by, I think it was by 2035, Deneff said something like that 100% of the children will be on the autistic spectrum disorder. And again, it goes right back to the fallen angel agenda as far as changing the human DNA. And we'll be talking, by the way, I'm going to do an introduction because I told you guys made the first to be the introduction for the uh, angel wars. And we still will be doing introduction that day, but we're also going to be talking about a lot of other really interesting topics, including a whole bunch of health products and health topics. And the reason for that is... It's our 2000s show, and, you know, we are a health company. <laughs> I told talk since yesterday. We are a health company, but we will be introducing Angel Wars. on May the first ads I told you guys we were going to do because I know I've been promoting that for months now. So it's going to be interesting. I worked on it again last night. I read for hours and hours and hours. and came out with a bunch of more tidbits that, you know, are really interesting about this. This is a very complex issue of what they did and how Lucifer was put on trial and how he was turned into ash and burned. And, uh, and you know, it was just, it's, just, it's very, very complex. What I'm trying to do is sort enough information out not turn it into a 30 part series. Don't want to do that. Uh, actually, I do want to do that, but it's just not really what the show is all about as far as doing that extensively for the next month, though you guys would probably love it. But the reality is that all I'm trying to do at this point in time is just get the basics to you guys, and we'll continue to feed you more and more information as we progress through the uh, Angel War series. And I'll continue to give you more stuff like I'll try to do it every single day or every other day and throw more tidbits into you about the Angel War stuff so that by the time we get done with everything, you'll understand it all. But Tuesday, we're going to do a pretty good extensive show on it and really go into detail about the pre Adamic race and the angels. And the reason we have an asteroid belt, the reason Mars is so potmarked, the reason that the moon is so potmarked, the reason that the Earth was flooded and formless and void when God's spirit settled over the waters of the deep. We're gonna cover all of that on Tuesday. We're gonna do a whole big introduction to it on Monday. So you guys are gonna love it. For the next few weeks will be something different, you know, on an ongoing basis as far as what we're gonna cover. Now the transgender stuff, this is interesting to me because this is the reason we talk about it so much. But have you noticed that I can't find any other shows that talk about how the Kabbalah promotes transgenderism? That their God, they're called Einsoff is a snake in a tree who's an hermaphrodite. For some reason, that no one else is talking about that, and there may be somebody else, somebody else somewhere. So don't send me an email saying, "Well, someone else talks about it too." But what you can, but don't fuss at me, because you know, all I knew is all I can go by is what I already see. Because I know there are some other people out there that talk about the Kabbalah, they talk about the Zohar, they talk about the you know the, the people that are running the planet, and you know they're t- they're talking about all of this stuff with the international banks. But where in the world are they talking about how their God is a snake in a tree and that's the hemaphroditic agenda or the transgender agenda, which we cover all the time, and it's the only thing that makes any sense. And let me get, let me tell you a story. I had a uh, I've got a friend of mine who has an airplane hangar in Lakeland, and he had a Mig jet. Parked in there. I mean, a real MiG. I mean, a canopy, the whole bit. And it was painted in red, white, and blue. I mean, it's an expensive plane. And it had a canopy failure, you know, when it was flying one day and the canopy came off. And uh, they had to get it repaired and send it back to Russia to get it fixed, less. And the guy who owned it was a plastic transger- transgender surgeon out of Tampa, plastic surgeon. Ah, uh, plastic surgery guy, and he also, you know, did the gender, basically, gender mutilation is what it is, a genital male mutilation, and he was he was one of the guys, one of the top guys in Tampa that did the uh, the shifting from male to female, female to male, and all that. But what they don't tell you, and also mentioned it the other day, is that when they give a person a female body part, it's a gaping hole in their body that was never designed to be there, and it's constantly trying to heal. It's just a big mess, is what it is. And it's just one of those things that people don't realize when they go into these types of uh, surgeries that it's going to be a long-term, like Austin said, a lifelong, basically, trip to the doctor's office trying to fix stuff. And it's just you can't turn a man into a woman and a woman into a man without all kinds of side effects. I mean, it doesn't work that way because you're never going to be anything but a man trying to be a woman and a woman trying to be a man. But the surgeon was interesting. He flew up to help a friend of friend, 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 of his, friend of his up in, uh, up, up in the Midwest, and uh, he went up to pick up an Aerostar, which is the same plane that they used – on Tom Cruise's uh, movie, uh, you know, uh, you know, American Made. That was a very fast plane. It flew about 300 miles an hour, twin engine. It was built back in the 70s. Very, very, very fast aircraft. When it came out, it was the fastest, you know, piston twin out there produced. The problem with it has what's called a very slippery wing. In other words, you know, like you fly a Cessna, it's got a high wing and it's very, very forgiving. If you have a problem with it, you just drop the nose and you get altitude going back and you get your speed back up and you start to get lift back and you're fine. Aerostar wasn't like that. And this pilot basically ended up having the guy fill it up with fuel, and the guy who was filling it up with fuel thought it was a jet plane, not a gasoline plane, and filled it full of jet fuel. And the problem was they didn't do a proper, you know, pre-check on it. They didn't check the fuel under the wings because it's a low-wing airplane. And so he had enough fuel in the pump and in the lines to get to the end of the runway, but he went to full power to take off. It basically stalled on him at takeoff and rolled and pummeled, and he was killed. I, mean, I don't know why I told you that story, but, that's what, that's that. but he was a transgender surgeon out of Tampa. And uh, they said he's a really nice guy. He was, he was Jewish. And, you know, of course, they don't really have a problem with a lot of this as far as what the Zohar says and, you know, what they believe as far as their, you know, promotion of homosexuality and everything else. He say, well, not all Jews are like that. I got that. Don't, don't I'm not stereotyping. And I say the majority of them are. That's why Israel's the number one homosexual destination in the world. Just in case you didn't know that, you can look it up. Tel Aviv's not the gayest city, the gay-friendly city in the world. Number one gay city in the world is Tel Aviv, Israel. But we have to continue to send the money so they can rebuild the third temple, so they can bring an antichrist to destroy the planet. Yo, that that just that said a lot, didn't it? And what the heck are we doing that for? I mean, why are we thinking this kind of stuff is okay at all? But you know, we have to understand too that you know these you know we have to ask ourselves a question. And Christmas News came out with this and. I don't really promote Christian news very much, but I can talk about this. Uh, It was by uh, Troy Brewer, and it says, Have you ever read the passage of the Old Testament that described God commanding the Israelites to wipe out entire cities of people, including men, women, and children? You might wonder why God would command the people to do this. Well the reason they were doing that was because of the Nephilim bloodline and the war of the two seas. It goes back to the angel wars again. When God delivered the Jewish people out of Egypt, he had the promised land ready and waiting for them. Because of their disobedience, they wandered for 40 years. But they got into the promised land. They did not get luxury of fighting. Of not fighting. Though they did not go into the promised land, they still did not get the luxury of not fighting giants. These are the people who refused to go into the promises of God because they didn't want to waste, to want to take on the cities and the giants. So guess what God had them doing while they were out in the wilderness? In fact, the Israelites went on to destroy 60 cities. So the reason God had all of these men, women, and children killed is to destroy the de- tainted DNA and the Nephilim bloodline points out the mix seed, a DNA that God did not create that was spreading in humanity and has been going on from then from the very beginning. It went on even in the days of the King of, of, of Jesus and it's going on right now, this second he says. So it was It was interesting to me. I'm going to go ahead and post this article because I think it's very, very well written and, and it kind of sums up what we talk to you guys about all the time because what they're doing is these angels, these fallen angels, these entities that you see sometimes in the night sky flying around on their weird ships because they're kind of, you know, locked here in this planet. This group of entities want to change human genomes, just like Austin said, and they want to alter humans. And there's a really good article here. It's from Epic TV and it's all talk about altered humans, how biotech is changing who we are. It's part of this this program that they're doing. It's all part of this the group of people basically that are going in now and, and saying that they're going to uh you know be, you know you know, more transgenders, more autistic children, more and more and more. He goes on to say, this article goes on to say, many Americans rely on drugs, medical devices, and surgery at least some point in their lives to combat sickness or disease. Despite the medical advances, lifespans are shortening because of the MNR shot, by the way. Cancer rates are skyrocketing, and, and rare diseases are becoming more widespread. So what's happening is we've got all of this stuff going on with these people out there that are doing all of this stuff that are basically trying to change the human genome. But... Truth be told, if you look at it like this, it's the same people that have always done everything. It's the fallen angels. And, you know, you say, well, gosh, Ted, is re-? yeah. And, and the more research I do on the angel wars, the more I see that, the more I understand that. Because, you know, look, look what happened this, this week. Uh, this, he was selfless, family devastated after 16-year-old Pennsylvania teen dies from leukemia within 24 hours of being diagnosed after suffering from back pain following a basketball game. A 16-year-old passed away within, my condolences to the family, by the way, passed away within six, 24 hours after being taken to the hospital and diagnosed with leukemia. He was a high school athlete, had a complaint of back pain after a recent basketball game, prompting his parents to take him to the hospital. Doctors revealed his organs were shutting down due to leukemia, and he died within a day—a day of being admitted to the hospital, leaving family and friends in shock. Again, I can guarantee you this, and I would bet this, you know, but I can't promise you that it's 100 percent. That makes any sense? That this kid was injected with this mRNA vaccine, which shuts down the immune system. We're seeing these spontaneous cancers that are killing people within hours or within days now. Guys, this is all part of the plan of the mRNA shot. You know, I've talked to so many people, and, you know, about 90% of the people I talk to have been ejected. The people who don't listen to the Ted and Austin Brower show, they just, they've, been, they've taken the shot. Every once in a while, you'll find somebody with a moment of clarity, and they're basically saying, No, I haven't had the shot. Why would I do that? That would be crazy to do that. You think, wow. Okay, somebody else who's awake, somebody else who realizes what's going on, somebody else who's thinking through a, a complex situation in which they're being trying to be them trying to force them to take a shot that was basically never tested on human beings. So all of this stuff is happening, as Austin said, and as I said, that you know, this trying to change what's happening in the United States and in the world, trying to promote this transgender agenda. In Montana right now, Montana transgender lawmaker faces censor or expulsion. This is Helena. Montana Republican leaders will vote Wednesday on censoring or expelling lawmaker Zui Zephyr, that can't be his real name, a transgender state representative who had been silenced in the House since last week after telling colleagues if they vote for a bill to ban transgender-affirming medical care for transgender children, they would have blood on their hands. Uh, You know, when Austin and I, years ago, we took a motorhome trip, this, oh my gosh, this is got to be, this is like 13 years ago, we took a motorhome trip out to Montana and it was, we were gone. We were gone for about six, seven weeks, and it was fun. We actually drove to Montana, drove to Missouri, drove back to Montana. I mean, it was a blast. We had a blast all over the country in the RV, me and Sharon, a bunch of kids in the RV. And, uh, it, and so what ended up happening is, I remember we got to Missoula one night, and I'll never forget this. We went to the Walmart, and, and uh, it was literally 90% gays. I, I, I couldn't even believe it. And then we found out that Missoula is the big gay city in Montana, and that a lot of the kids that go to college out there in Montana are gay. And sure enough, they were, you know, in Walmart. And then I remember we were, you know, trying to get a camping spot there in Missoula. And I remember there were two lesbians that had blocked our RV in, and uh, they just blocked it, parked right in front of so us, we couldn't get it out. And uh, the camping the camping ground was full. And I remember Austin in to explain to them the, the way they could, so they could understand it. They needed to move their vehicle. And they did after he explained, he explained to them how, how the world worked. And the reality was this. Well, you also, also – I know also remembers this, and, uh, it, it, but, but Montana's that, – that particular that, – that's why they keep voting liberals so many because there's, there's so many gays in Montana. You think, well, that's a like gun state. Well, yeah, but the, but the, the liberals run that state. So – but now more and more people are coming in there that are more and more liberal, but there are a lot of people that are going there also that are conservative. But we got to understand, guys, that you know when you get into areas like that that have really huge liberal gay populations, that's what you're going to run into. You're going to run into a lot of it, and, uh, and it's something that we need to understand. Uh, one health article I want to cover, ovarian toxicity of plant-derived edible oils, a 28-day hormonal and histopathological study in Wistar rat. And, and what they found is that they have found that the evidence of the endocrine-disrupting effects of genetically modified GM food Motivated, motivated this group to evaluate the reproductive toxicity of edible oils, you know, in mammals, and they looked primarily at sunflower and also at canola oil as a popular source of dietary oils that were purchased on the local market. And tra- after tracking the target sequence and the terminator, also selected batch of numbers of edible oils, these oils were shown to massively impair ovarian function in the these studies ovarian atrophies were detected in canola oil and sunflower groups, although uterine remained unchanged in all groups. But you had massive ovarian atrophy from the animals that were being given canola oil and sunflower oil, which is high in omega-6. So we talk about this all the time as far as use olive oil, don't use canola oil, use butter, don't use soybean oil, and, and just stay with organic everything or you know, go with high-quality olive oil that has not been cut with canola oil. By the way, about half the olive oils on the market are cut with canola oil. Just thought I'd let you know, almost all restaurants cut their olive oil with canola oil. Olive oil is green, and if it's yellow, it's canola oil, and they're lying to you, period. Be very, very careful with canola oils. Canadian oils from the rapeseed plant, which is basically something that uses the canola oil basically as a a rapeseed oil, which is used for slacks and lacquers, uh, it's, it's like you know it's like paint thinner kind of stuff. You don't need that in your body, but they decided to start promoting it because a lot of the areas in Canada couldn't grow anything else, but they can grow those, those yellow crops with all the canola plants on all the canola flowers. It's highly toxic. Don't put it in your body. It's, it's rapeseed oil is what it is. So never use canola oil. Never use sunflower oil. Never use soybean oil. Stay with olive oil. You, if you want to use some coconut oil, you could. Okay, You can do that, too, but make sure it's organic. And, and stay with olive oil, coconut oil, and, and organic butter, and you'll be a whole lot better served. In the morning, I have my eggs. I put a little bit of olive oil in the pan, and I put butter in there, and I have my four eggs every morning. And they taste great, too. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story?
0: Another one I would add in there, too, is you can also get organic uh, avocado oil. That's another one that that's um, yes, fairly good as well. Avocado oil works really good. I've used that as well. It's got a little bit higher um, smoke point. Than olive oil, so you don't have to deal with it You know, going crazy if you're cooking in the pan. Olive oil is really not good if you're going to be cooking anything at really high temperature. Uh, but avocado oil does pretty good with that. I've used it on a pretty regular basis to cook things. So and that's another one to look at. And you'll be surprised if you actually start reading labels of stuff on the shelf. Even at health food stores, you'll be shocked on how much alleged health food has canola oil in it. Right, there on, the label. right there on the label. Oh, it's a health product. Health food store. It's good, right? Canola oil. You'd be shocked. I mean, I would probably dare say when I've gone to health food stores to look at stuff, 70 to 80% of the oils that are used in the products are canola oil. That's horrible. Because you think, oh, it's it's a health food store. It's going to be decent. No. Garbage. Canola oil is horrifically bad for you. Do not use it. It's right up there with soybean oil as well. And uh, they're both just toxic. And the problem is, they're very, very cheap oil. That's why they are useful so heavily, especially in foods, even in health foods, because it keeps the cost down. You can buy canola oil in bulk for, I mean, pennies. I mean, it's just it's dirt cheap. I mean, not, you can't do anything with it. It's like, you know, a lubricant oil to put on gears, basically. There's nothing, there's no other thing to do with it at all. So they just use it as like this industrial food oil that they stuff in everything because it's so doggone cheap. Because if you buy a product, you'll notice this. There's certain foods, you know, if they'll be like loaded up with organic olive oil load up with avocado oil. They're not cheap. Avocado oil is not cheap at all to manufacture. So they know that. That's why they use the cheap, cheap, cheap canola oil. So just something to be aware of. Do your own research. Make sure you are always reading the labels as much as you can. And I want to bring something else up. We were talking about propaganda earlier. I was reading an article here and it was talking about the repeated lies that are said over and over and over again currently and how to understand why. they're doing it, how they're doing it, and to kind of take a step back and realize that once – and this happens to even people that are well-versed in cyclical Fair people that are very awake. Once you hear something enough times, you start to become desensitized to it. Even if you know that it's a complete and total lie, you start to become desensitized to it. And here were some of the top six that they were talking about of the biggest lies that essentially if anybody questions, you're punished or you're, you know, eviscerated, or you're basically blacklisted online or deplatformed, or they pull you off, you know, wherever you're at. The first one is vaccines are safe and effective. They're still holding this line. They have said this for three years now, that these COVID shots are safe and effective, and that all shots are safe and effective when they're not. And even though they blatantly admitted the COVID vaccine, the injection, never protected you against COVID, it never protected you from transmission, it never protected you from basically contracting it, at all, none of, none of which. It just allegedly might lower your symptoms if you catch it. It was a treatment at best that was a failure. But yet, they still say it over and over again. I saw a video the other day with Trudeau up in Canada. And he was bragging about how, well, I, we, we never forced anybody to get the shot. We we never, we never did that. We never violated anybody's rights with that. We didn't force anybody to get the shot at all. You know, We encouraged everybody that, hey, this is really important that you probably should get the shot. But we never forced it. And then they did a video clip, and then they literally took a clip from him back in two thousand or twenty twenty one and then getting front of on the bike and saying, "Listen, we're now making it. Anyone twelve years of age and older will not be able to fly or use any type of transportation without a vaccine passport. Anyone over the age of twelve will not be able to enter buildings and restaurants without a vaccine passport. This is a mandate literally said that verbatim, and then now two years later, he's going, "We never said that." I didn't didn't do that. I never told anybody they had to get it. But why? It's because they're backpedaling because of all the blowback they're getting, and even the (laughs) even some of the most sleep people that got the shot are starting to ask the question: Why is this still being pushed? Why did the FDA quietly remove its emergency use authorization from the original COVID shot last week? Hmm? Just real quietly. not emergency use authorized at all anymore. Not allowed to be used in the United States. Pull it off the shelf because, well, we have the bivalent one now. That's the one that everybody needs to get. So this old one, don't get – we're not – going. no, it's fine. It doesn't matter. You know, We spent $10 billion on it. We still have hundreds of millions of vials in inventory. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not approved anymore. Nobody's explained that. The FDA didn't bother to elaborate on that at all. They simply said – the new bivalent shot is more, a, uh, more safe and effective. It's more safe and effective. So that's what I'm using now. Again, this is to control the narrative. There's something going on with that stunt that the FDA did. I haven't figured it out yet. I don't know if it has to do with basically exposure to the FDA because now they can say they pulled it off the market. I don't know if it has to do with lawsuits that are pending against that specific emergency use vaccine. But there's definitely something very nefarious behind it, and it's not because we have a new bivalent shot that's more effective. So, again, the vaccines are safe and effective. One of the biggest lies that's still being told. The other one is war is good. Ukraine is good. I'm not picking on Ukrainian citizens at all. I know there's a lot of probably good people over there, a lot of Christian patriots that are wrapped up in the middle of this over there. I'm not picking on them. The Ukrainian government with Zelensky corrupt to the core. But, again, it doesn't matter. War is good. War is safe. War is protection. You need to follow us into Ukraine for this war because, well, we're doing this for your safety. Again, they keep pulling the narrative. They've never come off the throttle at any point in time that this is why we have to keep going to war. The next one is all elections are safe and secure. Now, of course, except when the left loses any election, then at that point it's it's election tampering and Russian collusion. But – they're all safe and secure. didn't matter about all the ballots in 2020 that got mailed out. doesn't matter about the hundreds of thousands of dead voters that showed up on the polls that was already exposed in Arizona and other states. None of that matters. They're safe and effective. They're safe and secure. The next one is the economy is good. No matter what's happening right now, doesn't matter if we're printing trillions of dollars or massive inflation or supply chain issues. The economy is fantastic. It's great. It's grand. It's wonderful. Don't look at anything else that's going on right now. Just focus on Fox News and CNN, and you'll be good. Another lie they keep telling us is government is honest. They're here for your safety. They're here to protect you. That right there is probably the most laughable one that I've read on this list here. The government's here for your safety. We're here for your best interest, guys. Remember, it's, it's for your protection. We're going to go out to the middle of the ocean and arrest you for paddle boarding because, well, it's, it's for your safety. You know, we wouldn't want you to get COVID from the Dolphins. If a dolphin goes up and blows water out of his blowhole and gets in the air and you breathe it in, uh, he's got COVID. Everybody's got COVID. Remember the moronic, the moronic videos we saw in China where they were PCR swab testing fish and crabs? I mean, how stupid do they think everybody is? You're pulling fish out of the water and you're swabbing their mouths to see if they're testing positive for covid you literally can't come up with something much more ignorant than that. Oh, but remember, it's for your safety and protection, guys. We want to make sure the fish don't have COVID. Oh, we, we got to dispose of them. These PCR tests tested positive. We got these cold water Alaskan salmon. No, man, they got, they got COVID now. We got to, got to dispose of them, of course. The last one is censorship is necessary. Again, it's for your protection. It's to prevent misinformation and disinformation from spreading. In fact, we need censorship to protect everything. We need censorship to protect you. It doesn't matter if you say it, you're not allowed to say it because it's for your protection. We're arresting you for saying this for your safety. That's how lunatic these guys have gotten. That's why they're continually pushing it further and further and further with restricting what people can say and not say. That's why you see all this stuff online all the time of people constantly getting deplatformed on social media. All of a sudden you've got somebody that's got hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. Suddenly, oh, you violated community standard guidelines. We're banning your account now. Why? Well, because you're spreading misinformation. You're talking about the COVID shot and saying that it's causing health problems. Because it is. Look at the VAERS report. Nope, sorry. We have fact-checked this, and you are lying. You are a Russian bot. Delete. All of a sudden, you got somebody that's built years on a social media platform gone that fast. That's one thing that I have seen with Elon Musk now is he's actually done fairly decent with Twitter and moderating that and not going in and restricting every single thing. There's an account that popped up the other day that somebody was posting the pedophile pride flag. Now, I'm not joking. There really is that. You can look it up. I'm not even making this up. And they posted it on some big Twitter account. He, he deleted their Twitter. He's like, if you guys want to start talking about safety and you want to talk about misinformation, you want to talk about community guidelines, he goes, pedophilia, pedophilia flags, none of that is tolerated on Twitter. We do not condone or endorse pedophilia at all. Well, again, this is what the agenda is pushing, though. This is what they're normalizing. I saw an article earlier talking about how this Canadian guy, family of seven, seven kids, been married for like forty years, divorced his wife because he wants to start identifying as a six-year-old girl. Now he's got all these videos now, and he's getting all this coverage on social media. I'm not even joking. I, I couldn't even watch the videos. It's been so bizarre. Guys just looks like mentally ill patient. He's being a patterm, to be honest with you, he's sitting around the pacifier in his mouth. I mean, this is embarrassing. But yet this is what we're starting to build. In society now, with not only normalizing this,
1: but <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I stop the past part of the mouth. I just, I, <laughs> I, no, I, I'll,
0: I'll send you the link. You look at it; it's it's embarrassing. I just I was like, golly, dude, really? I mean, this is really what your goal was to do with your life, you know? <laughs> it's what you want to be remembered by, and you know, but this is what's happening now, and then social media has made this really bad as well. I have told you guys; this why I've warned you. Please, please, protect your children on social media. What the social media has done is it's given a platform to mentally ill people, and I'm not picking on anybody, so don't get mad at me. I'm not you know, insulting people that have mental illness. What I'm saying is people that have a true mental illness need support. They need somebody to come in and give them some therapy. They need somebody to come in and encourage them. They don't need to give them a platform and start giving them hundreds of thousands of follows on TikTok because you've got a grown man with a pacifier in his mouth that everybody wants to go look at now. That shouldn't be giving this guy any coverage, I mean, but this is what's happening now. So you've got these people that are pretty mentally challenged, and they're now getting these platforms, and now you start it starts growing. It starts snowballing. It starts getting an algorithm. It starts getting all this coverage. And what happens is all these young children that are on there see it? Oh, what is this? Oh, he wants to be a girl. He wants to be a boy. Well, maybe I want to do that now. And they start going in this deep hole of social media and start looking at these photos, looking at these videos, all this stuff, and it pollutes their mind. These children, my gosh, they should never be exposed to the stuff that's on the internet now. You know, I mean, we back in the day, we didn't have internet. I mean, internet was like one of those things that dial up, you know, AOL a- a- instant messenger, you know, or you sit there and you're trying to look for something, all of a sudden it kicks you off again. You know, that was like late teenage years. Remember the computers in the gym or the library at college? I was more concerned running around outside, jumping bicycles, you know, building dirt ramps. Sit around on the internet all day. I remember when you know PlayStation came out Nintendo came out. Those were for like rainy days. You had nothing else to do, and it was raining outside in Florida, which it does a lot. Like, hey, let's play some you know Nintendo 64. The graphics on those, now you look at them, they're laughable. Now there's video games that are out that you can't even tell. There's a first-person shooter game that just came out that they actually had to go in because it was done as a, a body cam footage. It's a law enforcement officer. It's a video game. And he's going through and clearing this like abandoned warehouse and getting in gunfights, and they had to go in and actually screenshot the video because it was getting pulled down because they said you you can't release this. Bro. This is body cam footage of people getting killed. They said, "Dude, this isn't real. This is this is an AI generated video game." You, you pulled up online. It's it's crazy. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong; they designed it well. It's you can't even really tell if you don't know it's AI video game that they generated. You would think it's body cam footage of gunfighting and that 's where it 's going now, and now you 're seeing the AI being involved with the mainstream media now you 're seeing the AI being involved and going out and producing all this stuff and now you got you got the, the deep fake what you 're going to start seeing now is going to get much much worse as far as when it comes to manipulation when it comes to going in and pushing out propaganda because now you 're going to start having people come out and they 're going to put it on television. And it's not even going to be them. Personally, I think we've already seen that a lot. You're going to have total AI-generated voices, which they've already showed us they can do now. This is the infancy. It's going to get much crazier than this. So guard yourself. Guard your heart. Make sure you're reading the Bible. Make sure you're praying for wisdom, continually expanding your ideas and thoughts of saying, okay, what is going on with this? Don't live in a spirit of fear whatsoever. But be educated, be well versed on topics, so you can understand when things come about, when things show up. You can say, I don't know, I don't trust that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying that right now. Let's see, let's let's dig a little bit deeper because they're going to deceive a lot of people in the coming years with what they're doing with AI right now. I can tell you that for a fact. And people and Christians have to make sure they're well prepared for this, their bodies are strong for this, their health is strong for this, their mental health is strong for this, and understand what we're at right now and how it is so important that we continue to protect our younger generation
1: at all costs. What do you think, Dan? You know, Austin, the, the younger generation is the future of the country. And the problem with that is that you know, the younger generation that we have in the United States now is absolutely abysmal. I mean, every generation has gotten more and more diluted and more and more secular and more and more ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's sad to me, I mean, what we've done and how we've raised our kids. And we've allowed them to basically be raised by the state. We've allowed them to be raised by propaganda. We've allowed them to be raised by transgenders and homosexuals and lesbians and school boards that are basically all about twisted agendas and twisted and perversion. I mean, that's what we've done. Uh, we as parents have walked away from the responsibility of raising the children and educating the children and giving it to the state. Which is the you know which is a fantasy for communism and for and for fascism, they want the children to be educated by the state so they can keep them indoctrinated, and and now we got all these people out there that you know what is it twenty percent of the youngsters think they're gay or bi or whatever they are, I mean this this is the generation what are they going to raise if they even have children, then it'll be forty percent think they're gay or bi, see without Christ and without God and without a relationship with God, human beings have no bottom on degeneracy period. We saw that with Genesis chapter 6. You know, we saw how bad they got, especially when you bred them in with bloodlines from the fallen angels. And, and these fallen angels broke their rules of engagement as far as with God and, and basically started going into the human genome. And God had to flood and flush the entire planet to kill it all. Uh, yeah, but, but, they didn't, but remember, they were there before and after the flood. It says that very clearly in the Bible. They just, they just went through an interdimensional rift and just came right back and started doing it again because they're basically trapped here on the planet. They can't go anywhere. God put them here you know, after, the, you know, after the angel wars. And so they're not going to leave us alone. They're all about destroying God's genome. And without – there's like over 6,000 different religions now on this planet, which is all brought to us by the fallen angels because they wanted to dilute the relationship that we have with the great I Am. They wanted to dilute Christianity when Christianity came out. They wanted us to go back to the ancient Canaanite religions. That's what they want us to go back to. When every thought was evil all the time and the perversion was unprecedented. And that's where we have ourselves now in the United States of America with all these crazy people, with these crazy things they believe. And I'm gonna say this and I'm not gonna go into detail with it, but you know, I was out of the dating game for thirty-eight years because I had a wonderful wife and, and, and basically I you know, blessed beyond measure to have my, you know, wonderful Sharon for all those years. And suddenly I find myself engaging people that are extremely weird. And they don't have the same values that I was, you know, that we developed with Sharon, but they don't have the same abilities that, you know, I see that she had. And and all of a sudden I find myself having to go, wait a minute, but this is okay and that's okay. Well, that's not okay. But you see the whole Satanism working through the Frankfurt School, working through women's liberation, working through all of these weird things these people believe. And you think, how did this happen? Well it happened over a period of you know 30, 40 years to the point now where it's absolutely ridiculous. And I saw it some back in college, back in the seventies. I mean, you know, when you'd open a door for somebody and they'd start cussing at you and tell you not to open the door, they could open their own door, that kind of stuff. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I mean, I really like when people open doors to me to this day, it's kind of a courtesy thing to do, but but still like people get mad about that. And I find it odd now that we have a situation in the United States and in the world that this secularism has come over and basically breached the entire population. And now they're injecting us with nanotechnology. They're injecting us with all kinds of chemicals. They're injecting us with MNRK kill shots. They're spraying us with like bugs with like chemtrails. And you start to realize it's all about destroying God's creation. See, Satan and the gang, they're going to go, they're going to the lake of fire. They're going to, they're going to be tormented forever and ever. And remember, God is, the day is like a thousand years. So to him, you know, the, you know if, if the earth is 20,000 years old or whatever, 50,000 years old, it's been a, about 50 days for God. It's, it's like a, it, it's, a time's different in heaven. I'll talk about that on Monday and Tuesday. And so to him, it's not like it's an extended period of like 10, 15, 20, 30,000 years. It's like, you know, months. <laughs> so you got to get that. And so it's not like he's dragging this out for him. But, you know, it seems to drag out for us. But have you ever noticed how quickly your life goes by? Last night I was sitting and talking to my daughter, Savannah, who's, you know, 20 years old. And I was telling her, I said, I looked at her, I said, you know, yesterday I was your age. In my mind, I feel like I was yesterday, 20 years old. I was a bodybuilder. I was working out, hitting the gym, in college, having fun. And now here I am. And I said, you know, that's the way life goes. And that's the interesting thing about life, isn't it? It's like we're here for a little while. So like James says, we're about to miss like a vapor. We're here, that we're gone. It's only it matters what we do for Jesus. That's only like it matters. It's only it's, It sticks. It's you know, who we bring to heaven with us and what we do for Christ and how we bring honor and glory to him. Isn't that the truth? So, so funny. Uh, Jeffrey sent me a really good letter. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a listener, a really good customer. And, and he's talking about his circle of friends. And he says that, you know, he listens to the show every single day and how blessed he is to found us after he listens to a Jeff Fred show about the Vegas shooting with, you know, me being on there. And, and you know, and he goes, you mean me way more than I can ever express in an email. And I'll forever give thanks and remind you of how special you are and how much you've made me a better man. And I, I really like stuff like this. He goes, you and Austin keep me from feeling 100% isolated. My dad and I can't talk about much more of the sports after years of not wanting to engage because it's all scripted. And I finally decided they won't take the one bridge that I have between me and my father and walk away from my talk sports, you know, he goes, I take health master supplements every day and would not be where I am without you allowing God to use you as a vessel and without your commitment to Christ and your extended family. And I want to thank Jeff for this. I, I, I want to thank all of you guys. You send me letters like this because... You know, we do the best we can. You know, you know we're in a situation here that, you know we, we, you know, we take some heat. And, I mean, we got security cameras everywhere. Austin and I are well-armed. I mean, we just, you know, we just really take – we take. I don't want to belabor all that. But the point is, is that, you know, it's, it's just something that we're doing the best we can. And so when you support Health Masters and you support the Ted and Austin Brewer Show, it allows us to do what we do to you and with you to basically the prayers and everything else that we do for you and go commercial free on these shows which gives you about three hours of content and one-hour broadcast. And quite frankly, I love podcasts that don't have commercials, personally. That's what I listen to. If they have a commercial every four or five minutes, I don't want to deal with it. Now, I want to say something here. There's a growing number. This is an article by Rabble Bank, and it's uh, you know Michael Every. And he says there's a growing number of worrying parallels between 1914, 1939, and 2023. And he goes, I'm not covering yesterday's bad U.S. data if you want to count. Even very small beans go ahead, bigger than that. The First Republic Bank bank slumped again, which also led to a market risk for some. The U.S. debt ceiling is continuing to go higher, and that's not about the global picture. In 1914, the collapse was led by Britain's global hegemony and, brought, and being challenged by Germany. Today, Financial Times editor Martin Wolf op-eds that the U.S.-China relations have entered into a frightening new era. I'm going to post the rest of this, and uh, we've got to realize that you know there's some crazy parallels that always go on. and Why is that? Because these entities that run the planet, they realize what works and what doesn't work. They realize how to get maximum fear from the groups of people that are on this planet. They really do. They realize how to get maximum amount of fear. You know, and the same thing was true. Remember after the flood, you know, we had the Tower of Babel happen. And these guys were all working together with one language to build this tower. And God knew that he basically had to break it apart and relocate these peoples and give them different languages so they couldn't have that concerted effort you know working with the fallen angels to do all of that stuff i'm going to cover that too in angel wars and i'll talk about more depth and how they were relocated i don't believe it was a migration i think they were actually physically moved to different parts of the world because they were basically given their own separate little you know enclaves to live in that were you know sometimes hundreds of thousands of miles apart So we have to understand, because I don't believe in the theory of evolution at all. So these people did not just gravitate and evolve for monkeys. (laughs) That just didn't happen. So we have to understand all of this stuff is being done by God, who's watching us all the time and making sure that the rules of engagement are not changed and not altered. Remember, he loves you. He's going to do everything he possibly can for you all of the days of your life if you serve him first. It's really, really important that we get that, that we understand who we are in Jesus. By the way, the First Republic Bank... Is without the $30 billion in rescue funds, lost $102 billion in deposits in the first quarter, or 58% of its deposits, $102 billion from from the from this bank. The Fed's beige book, the credit crunch, has arrived in New York, California, and Texas. Now some of these big banks have stopped floor-planting vehicles. So all of this stuff is being used to collapse the economic world engine. We talked about that and coined that term several years ago, and we need to understand that it doesn't matter what they do to us we're not of this world we're just passing through keep you some storable food keep your vitamins stocked up make sure you have good water and just do the best you can to bring honor and glory to god all the days of your life because that's the sole duty of man and god's got your back always remember that god's will is not affected by the majority decision always seek god's will in everything that you do think and say i love you guys I'll also finish it up and i'll talk to you guys tomorrow
0: no you're absolutely right and one thing that I've noticed now, the more people I've, I've talked to is there's definitely a, an awakening to an extent as far as where people are really starting to ask questions and people are becoming more curious. They're starting to realize, man, maybe, maybe what we're being told hasn't been accurate. Maybe we should start asking more questions. Maybe we should start being more vocal. I've seen that a lot now. And of course, I mean, you always have the mindless individuals who just continue to go along with whatever they're told, but I've noticed a bigger awakening when I go places just randomly. It's the I say, it just we'll randomly talk to people. You go out somewhere and bring something up or throw a comment out there. See if it sticks. You know, see what kind of response you get on it. And it's interesting because you see these things now starting to culminate and people are really starting to get more vocal. That is why the mainstream media that's part of – I mean, state-run media now, clearly – They're doing everything they can to combat the truth with more and more aggressive lies, more expanding lies, and they're hard lines. you ever noticed that the mainstream media and all the backing that they have, they never will come out and ever admit they did anything wrong? Ever. They'll never admit they were wrong at any point in time. Now, they'll lie about stuff and say, well, we never said that. Here's a video of you saying this in 2021. That's not me. I didn't say that. You're saying it's right here. Oh, no, it's probably AI. I didn't say that. It's a total lie. Not me. You're like, dude, it's right here. This is what they do, though. So they're getting harder and harder and harder, more aggressive to continually push the narrative because they do not want anybody talking about what's really going on behind the scenes. And this is why it's so important that everybody does their, does their job, so to speak. Like forwarding the show, forwarding the link articles we have. I know I say that every week, but I mean it sincerely. The way we continually grow and get the truth out there is getting the news, getting the podcast, getting the articles, so that people look at it and question it and say, "This isn't okay. I don't want to go along with this." You know, as they continually keep telling everybody, we need to buy more EVs. I bring this up all the time. We need to buy. They're good for you. Everybody wants them. Well, there's a g- giant Gallup report that just came out now. And 41% of the people in the Gallup report said they would never buy a EV vehicle. 43% said they may consider buying one in the future, but not now. 12% said they're seriously considering, and 4% said they currently own. This is a very slow adoption of something that's an abysmal failure right now, considering the fact how much money is being pumped into this market with subsidies, with government grants, and it's still... Almost half the people in the poll said they are never buying an electric vehicle. Ironically enough, when you break down that, 71% of that group were Republicans, ironically. <laughs> it's because they're just saying, they don't believe in this. I don't I don't go along with the lie. When they looked at the numbers about do EV vehicles help address climate change, 26% said not at all. All, under any circumstances, do they help? And 35% said maybe a little. The rest of it was like, I think 12% of the entire poll said yes, they help out a lot. This is a huge poll they did. So, again, you see that the vast majority of Americans aren't going along with the lies, even though they tell you every single time, mainstream media, oh no, this is exactly what we need to do. I saw some secretary of some meeting, she was saying that they're fully ready to go full EV. By 2030 for all military. So I would love to see how they're planning on making MRAPs with batteries in them that are going to go run across the desert out in Afghanistan or whatever other country they pick to invade next. How you're going to run 50,000-pound mine-resistant armored personnel carriers with batteries in them. That just – that that right there, wow, we're just huh, – that's that's put that on the list of things that's never going to happen. So again, this is what's the truth that's happening. These are what people are really thinking, so combat it with more facts so people know what's really going on. I appreciate you all, my friends. If you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com. Keep the fight up. Keep the truth up as much as you can. And keep your immune system and your strength up. A lot of products right now on sale, product of the week. Prostate support, one of the top products we have on the website for males, on sale right now for 15% off at healthmasters.com. And be sure to vote for what you want to see win next week as well. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Thank you for supporting Health Masters for all your needs. Have a great night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.